All right, we're recording now. Here we go. We're ready. We're going to go live. Let's go live. Let's go live. I believe we're live now. Live, 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 live. I love it. I love it. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen of all ages to the Our Current Events Show. Uh, basically, where we talk about what's going on in our lives, current events, in the news. Everybody's, everybody's invited to come and join us. Uh, if you saw our logo today, I'll explain it because our, one of our hot topics is going to be about pole dancing and the Olympics um, and, uh, and, and the rat story of New York. I try to combine it all. And if you look at the, if you look at, if you actually look at the image, that is AI, that's DALL-E, D-A-L-L-E, uh, version of um, dogs watching rats pole dance. I don't know why I came up with that, but that's how it is. Anyway, remember everything you heard today is an opinion. So, hey everybody, welcome and welcome to the panel. And so, hey, let's start off with anybody, you know, uh, I interrupted you, Wayne, just so we can introduce the show. So uh, what were you talking about? I've totally forgotten, Dan. You were asking, you were watching telly the other day. Oh, yes, I was watching telly. Yeah, I was watching telly the other day. And some shows came up on um, uh, the counting cars and the porn porn brokers. So they're obviously shows that are done in Vegas. And I was thinking, um, I don't know how old those shows are, but they're definitely interesting. Thank you. Our resident expert has spoken. And you're right. That's it. I like that. Yeah, no, it, it definitely. They're definitely that porn broker show, you know, and and just for those who, who are not aware of it, it's uh, P-A-W-N, not P-O-R-N, as you would think right. of Las Vegas. Um, all, I, I mean, I you watch those snippets. It's a really amazing what people come into that show, you know, they bring. I mean, it, it is fascinating to me. And, you know, if you don't watch the show, go up to you, the YouTube channel because the YouTube channel has, you know, really quick snippets of some of the highlights of their show. I love it. I love it. Uh, I was watching somebody bring in a, a guitar that Elvis Presley had. Somebody brought in, they found this thing in, in, in their grandfather's uh, war chest, something that it was a, it was a gold bar that it was from a shipwreck and it was worth a fortune. And the guy didn't know he had it, you know, so... Yeah, it's cool. But I tell you, I've been what, in that across store. the street, the 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 barbecue place that they bought isn't that good, you know. Remember, everything you heard today is an opinion, and I yep. and if anybody knows about food, it's everybody on this panel. I will tell you that right now. So that's it. And and with a name like Baker, you would think you'd know all about baked goods. That's all I can oh, say. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I consult with Publix now and again. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, you said to me, you said to me before the show started, you said to me, let's talk about Disney. So let's yeah. talk about Disney. What did you want to say? Did you go to one of the new rides? No, I want to talk about uh, uh, the wonderful governor of the state of Florida's jihad against uh, uh, the Disney Disney World for their former uh, CEO saying, hey, you know, I don't like, don't say gay. 
law, all right? And it's passed and it's it's fine, you know, but, you know, uh, Disney today filed a lawsuit against the state of Florida. Well, actually, they filed it against Ron DeSantis for abusing yes. his government power and the five members of the board that Ron DeSantis is friends. All these guys are going down. There's no doubt about it. And if you thought that, you know, to get a little political here, if you thought that Ron DeSantis might be a good candidate for president, those thoughts are over. Nobody, nobody in their right mind is going to want to see a man who was sued by Disney for controlling the government against the biggest employer of the state. Nobody. Yeah. The guy's career is now basically, you know, it's going to wind down as his governor. There's going to be a lot of problems. Voter. Uh, Jan, I'm an independent voter. I've been, I, I've been in the state of Florida for 28 years, and I'm pissed off. Yeah. All I can say fuck around with Mickey Mouse. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't mean, Mickey Mouse, you know, don't do it. Don't do it, baby. Don't do it. And if I could have given him any advice, which I wouldn't have given him any advice, even if I could have, because I personally don't like the guy. I don't like what he stands for. Anybody who wants to ban books, no matter what the book is, yeah. I, I, I find that very, very offensive. And I these agree. people, you know, uh, these, these people that do that, uh, or they want to, they don't say gay. I mean, that's, what does it hurt people? I mean, Howard right. Stern, Howard Stern wanted to have, uh, what's that guy, um, Nugent, Ted Nugent, because Ted Nugent yeah. did, just, you know, with the Bud Light thing, where, and by the way, that Bud Light campaign, the two guys that were responsible for putting the, the transgender guys uh, on the beer can, um, their their own their their careers are on hold at this very moment in time, but the ex, the exposure that Budweiser is getting right now on social media and the regular media and I mean it's off the hook and it's positive. It's all basically positive media. Yeah. So they're it's, selling uh, more you know, beer than ever. Go ahead, create. Yeah. Who would have thought? You know. Yeah. So, I mean, so basically what I would say is that, you know, I was only hoping that they would, you know, that the that that Disney would actually have that new attraction, the Disney prison, where you can, you know, go in and be a prisoner for a day or so like that and be treated, you know, you know. No, 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 like they that, won't. You know? No, no, I mean, they won't. Maybe with, with the handcuffs, maybe, speak, uh, with the hand maybe Disney uh, Hong Kong. Yeah, what would would be cartoon handcuffs? I don't know. You know what would you know what would it be like? Would the bars be bending? You know that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah we'll no, see what it's, happens. It's, uh, you know, and it's it's kind of sad because they uh, you know they're the largest employer in the state of Florida, and they own probably a third of Florida as far as real estate and then you know you get a guy you know uh, uh, an elected official duly elected official smacking down you know on on stuff it shouldn't be well disney is like laughter to me okay so disney is like laughter and i'll explain it to what i mean working for disney 
Disney is like laughter. You know, of all the emotions, you can't you can't force anybody to laugh. You can't. You can't force Listen, anybody. To I laugh. was a, I was an FOH uh, guy for Disney uh, for two years. Ken, you know this. You know how it is. Uh, it, you know, yeah, you run the the show file. If you stray off the show file, you're busted. Well, because everything's animatronics over there. No, no, I'm talking about journey. I'm talking about, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah, bad. No, I don't know. Are, come on. Well, no, at Epcot, you know, I'm sitting there with the CL5, and if I stray beyond my show file, there's going to be a guy with a big button, uh, you know, on his shoulder saying, Mr. Baker, can I talk to you about your uh, uh, your performance today? Well, it's always a losing hand when you draw to an inside straight. That's all I can say. The odds <laughs> are against you. But no, seriously, you know, to go back to my thought process, not that your thought process is not any good, you know, because I'm sure some people think, you know, you're brilliant in a lot of different ways. But no, it's like laughter. You can't force anybody to laugh and you can't force anybody to go work for Disney, you know. And so it's the same thing. So you got 75,000 people working for Disney. They've got families. So if you really do the math, there's got to be, you know, from this from 75,000 with all the family members, let's just figure each one has two two members in their family you know yeah and that's you know then all of a sudden you're voting you know and uh you know you're you're not winning if you're going against the number one employer of the state plus who doesn't want to go to disneyland everybody wants to go to disneyland you know it's crazy who in this room does not want to go to disneyland now not disneyland disney world Oh, so, oh, well, screw Disney World. Forget it. Yeah, it's Disney <laughs> World. It. I didn't know the difference except in the it. name. By the way, did you hear this, Greg? That, you know, that, that the, the day that they started uh, hassling Disney over the don't say gay thing, uh, and, and Ron DeSantos came out and said that he wanted to build a prison there. Uh, Disney, the next day, Bob Iger said, made the announcement they're going to have the biggest gay life parade yeah, I know. in the history it's, it's, of the planet in yeah. Anaheim. So, you know, the yeah. Disneyland in Anaheim. But yeah. anyway, I let's mean, move on. Unless anybody else has anything to you. say about Disney. I think it's, uh, isn't it political suicide to uh, do what DeSantis is doing to Disney? I mean, what? What? I, I think it's political suicide to, you know, he's just, you know, burning books is, is suicide. Everything he's done right now. And the funniest thing is, is that Donald Trump put out a commercial in Florida and it basically destroys him because, he, you know, Donald Trump says, look, he's got Ron DeSantis thanking him for letting him, you know, win the governorship with it wasn't for if it wasn't for you, I would never have won the governorship. And now Donald Trump takes this the, the, and uses it as commercial against him. Who bites the hand that feeds you? And now this just feeds into the Disney thing that he's biting the hand that feeds him, you know, and so it's, uh, you know, and that's why the logos today on the show is dogs, you know, you don't bite the All right. dog. Yeah. All right. Anyway, speaking of speaking, moving on, uh, I just want to say one more thing that 
I got started with Soundbroker thanks to Disney. If it wasn't for Disney, I I don't know what I'd be doing today. So, right, and could you be a famous comedian. Back with Disney. I could have been a famous comedian instead of uh, you know the the sound broker. Anyway, so Jan, uh, how many times have you met uh, Mickey Mouse? And I, I've met Mickey Mouse many, many, many times. As a matter of fact, at one point in my my life, um, my ex wife and I got engaged at Disneyland, and that's a great story. If you if you've ever been to Disneyland, you know the, the the cable cars go through the Matterhorn, you know, go through the you know where the where the where the beast. Ah! And so, um, anymore. you know. Anyway, so what? Basically, we were in the cable car. We get in there and I get down on my knees in the cable car to propose. And as we, as I get down on my knees to propose, we go through the tunnel and there's, and she couldn't hear what I said, you know? So, um, you know, unfortunately, I, I didn't learn a lesson from that. I should, that should have been a sign to stop, you know, uh, but I didn't and eight years later, you know, what the hell, I'm a free man in Paris. So there you have it. Um, so hey, Ken, uh, I just want to uh, say can one I thing. A second, Jan. Uh, hey, Ken. Why not? Uh, yeah, uh, Robert uh, Scoggles in 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 your house this week. Uh, you mean in Vegas? Uh, no. Oh, are you in Vegas? No, no. No, no. I, I'm sorry. No, he's uh, in your no, house. I'm you not know, in Vegas. Now. Second story, in man. That's it. I'm you know. Sorry. So uh, you know. So lock up all your jewelry. Make sure it's all in the safe. <laughs> When he comes uh, wait, in. where's Robert this week? What are you saying, Greg? Uh, no, no, he's in uh, Nashville this week. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not the Nashville guy. I'm the I'm the L.A. and Vegas guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, my yeah. my my apologies and my All apologies good. to you, Jim. Now, uh, did you ever did you ever mix uh, Harry Belafonte? Yep. Yes, I did. I did. Well, both of us. Ninety-six years old, man. May he rest in peace. Yeah, in I mean, 19, 1980, owe, I did monitors for him, and it was it was really fun. It was he was a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did like him at the Columbus Agora, Ken, and it, he was extraordinary. I mean, he just came in and said, "Just give me three mics, I'll work them," you know, no problem. And I went, "Holy shit!" Okay. <laughs> No, I never had the uh, the uh, opportunity. Yeah, I tell you, David. I I mean, I'm sure you, you know, golly, you know. Well, he was amazing. He did a uh, what a, a multiple night engagement at the Sands in Atlantic City when I worked there, and I seem to remember one of the nights was New Year's Eve. I'm not sure what year, oh, maybe Lord. 1981, 1981 or so. And he had a sound guy with him, a guy that I still try to keep in touch with now. Um, What's his name? Bob Bob Burnham. Do you know Bob Burnham? Oh, okay, yeah, Burnham, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so and he was super cool, and he just took over my my front of house mix position, which was a PM two thousand, and then mm -hmm. uh, we set me up with something a nine sixteen or something on stage for monitors, <laughs> and that's what I did. Yeah, wow, a nine sixteen. That's dating yourself, Kenny. That's dating yourself. Yeah. Anyway, so for you guys out there that are looking for a a new job, Netflix Netflix is looking for a creative director, 
and that I just wanted to say that that is a cool gig if you can get it. So uh, you know, uh, yeah. Why haven't you applied? I'm I'm done. I'm done with the work career. I'm happy with what I'm doing. I love it. I love doing I, what I'm doing uh, when I when I'm doing it. And you know, I I've created a utopia for myself and Fatina. You know, this is a great life we've got. You know, and everything's going well. So, and there's no end in sight, and that's what I like about it. It's uh, I love what I love what I'm doing. We don't deal with people that we don't want to deal with anymore, and we're building up this great system right now of the yellow pages of our industry for for equipment, and it's growing and growing and growing, and it's a good thing. Um, anyway, um, do you, does anybody share their password with Netflix? Is anybody doing that? Does anybody no. understand what's going on with that? I think I might share it with my son. No, I don't share it with my son because he said he has his own account. I might share it with somebody, maybe my sister, maybe. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to see what happens. Well, actually, oh. I just I just read a I just read a uh, an article about Life Hacker, and basically all you got to do is log in in your uh, login. Um, I forgot exactly how to do it, but it's a simple it's a simple fix to get around that you could still share your password. So. Um, yeah, and that's very important. Do a Google search uh, where you're at, sir. Well, I actually Netflix is here in Thailand. I have a Netflix account, and it works really well. Um, the interesting thing is, is that when I use the VPN, when I use the VPN, I get American television. When I use, when I don't use the UPN, I get the VPN. VPN. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I get, I get the the Thai. This, and it's really good because the Netflix Thailand they have all of the subtitles in Thai. So, or they, some of them, they have the audio version in Thai. And so we, 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 we switch up, Bo and I, um, one, one movie we'll watch in Thai with English subtitles. And then the next movie we'll watch in English with Thai subtitles. Sounds like a, uh, a well thought out plan. It is, you know, sometimes I like to watch the subtitles because sometimes the, the, the just sometimes I have a hard time hearing the words. It just seems because, you know, the way this, the TV speakers are made, they're behind the TV and it muffles it a little bit. More than that, movies are notorious now <clears throat> having horrible audio on them. Well, if you have a, if you have a proper system, if you have an Atmos system, it will, it will be great. But if you don't, then it's, uh, you know, you, you, I have a consolation, Ken. There you go. Yeah. I've watched a lot of uh, Jamaican movies that were in English with English subtitles because the accent is so <laughs> thick. If you, you can speak English all your life and not understand a word they're saying, you know. That's of course, they're always smoking pot. Yeah, man. Where you are going? No, man. You're not going to kill you, man. I'm going to have to kill you, man. But before I do. You know, uh, you may go and take your life like blood mm. clot, Ross, man. Hey, David, uh, if you hear Ken's voice on his microphone, that's the one that you want. Oh, well, you it's can... my voice. It's the voice, not the microphone. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, hello. Why does my voice sound good, Greg? <laughs> you have a voiceover career. Yeah, okay. he's got a good voice wow. over career, that's for sure. Yeah, well, break down the, the same two. thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. See you on the Simpsons soon, uh, Ken. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. Look, there's yeah. the other Ken. He showed up. Oh Lord. That's the guy who's who's uh, who is uh, has Robert Scoville in his city. There you go. And I, you know, and Scoville, I guess he's doing what Kenny Chesney, right? Yeah. That's the act that that's the act that Scoville's doing, right? And yeah. so, yeah, isn't he out of Nashville? I think he's flying in and out of Phoenix, isn't he? No, no, no. Well, Scoville no, lives in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, lives in Phoenix. Area, Chesney but... out of uh, Nashville? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in uh, Nashville last night. Him, Wilcox, and Dancer got together. I didn't see any Homeland Security reports, but, uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, things were tipped. Doesn't Robert run marathons? Yes. Yeah. There's all kinds of I would extreme love to physical get things. I would love to get his opinion on what happened with that woman who was running in the marathon and she and and for some reason she hurt her leg or something like that so she decided yep. that she would take a car ride you know and then she gets to the, the end yeah you know she, she reported that she yeah. she reported that she had to get you know she hurt her leg and she was gonna get in the car and she wouldn't take but when at when in the award ceremony she took the trophy you know is that that's like crazy yeah yep. well come in on friday in the back lounge, dude. You know. Well, I don't think David's I can. There. I'm going to be in Krabby, and so I don't think I can make it this week. But uh, we'll see. Krabby's a beautiful city. If you ever get a chance to go see it, go see it. Where is it? Um, it's just north of. It's just. It's it's south of Bangkok for about you know eight hours, and it's right. north of north of uh, Phuket by about three. It's on the coast. Okay. Okay. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, one thing, you know, speaking here, you know, I, 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 I'm going to be going back to Las Vegas shortly uh, for a month. And I've been <laughs> talking to people. Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on. What did you just say? You're going back to Vegas for a month? What's that all about? Well, our office building is looks like it's going to close escrow. And uh, if it does, then I'm going to come back and clean out the office uh, of what we got left. And then, um, and then, uh, you know, uh, basically, I'm planning on doing some things over at the house. Oh, so plus I want to get to L.A. Vegas. So we'll get together. Oh, how about that? Right. Well, right. Oh, that, I thought, you, I thought the, the office building was all finalized already. Sounds like you have Well, it's, you know, it, when you're doing commercial real estate, it takes a longer time than, oh, than really? a home. Okay. You know, home could be a month or so. Commercial, because the SBA is involved, usually takes about three months, three to four months. Oh, how about that? You know, so you're you coming back to that uh, USA for a little while, huh? I can't wait. I can't wait. I got to tell you, you know, I can't wait to start eating processed foods again and chemical lettuce and all that uh, yeah all you that gotta you gotta improve your so chances much. of cancer that's for sure yeah that's yeah, right that's by the way speaking of cancer and uh, they are right now they're working on it right now there's a promising breakthrough right now and they feel that they will be able to have a vaccine for cancer and heart disease within like the next 10 years um well that's and, crazy and that is crazy. That is, I mean, that would be a wonderful thing. But then again, there will be people, of course, that will say, you know, I'm not taking no goddamn vaccine. And, uh, you know. Welcome to the state of Florida. That's, but that's crazy. I mean, if somebody says, hey, you know, if, if, if it, it, by the end of this decade, they're saying that they're going to have a cure 
for cancer and for heart disease right now. And there's an article from the uh, from the Guardian that we'll throw in we'll throw in the chat. So thank you. Well, that's, a, that's a wow. Hey, yeah, so David, are, are you, when do you start over in Beverly Hills, David? On uh, I think it's Saturday. Oh my! Okay, I start tomorrow. Really? So our do you first, all tell everybody what you're Saturday. doing? Let's tell everybody what you're doing. If I might mention uh, Milken, uh, he was a famous uh, and probably still is a famous uh, stock entrepreneur. Um, He's known as the junk bond junkie. Yes. And tell us about what the what what you guys are doing for him. Uh, it's called Milk and Global, but uh, David knows way more about it what it is than I do. Well, let's see. April. When do I start? <laughs> <laughs> David, hey, look, we started. Kurt. About, Hi, we You're st- in the dark. We started, we started 25 minutes ago. I start Welcome. Saturday. Sure. Okay. Yeah, well, you, my first show is Saturday, so I guess I have a I have a little bit longer gig. A little bit longer gig. I have a two-day setup, Saturday and Sunday, and the first show is Monday. Wow, good for you. I have a two-day setup. My wow. first show is Saturday. Wow. Okay. So I'll it's the Milton Conference. It's Beverly Hills, the Beverly Hilton Hotel. They come from all over the world to uh, speak finance to uh, various categories to some big money people. It's a big deal. It's really high prestige. A lot of money walking around that uh, that hotel. So for all you second so story you guys out there, guys uh, out what's there? the address over there? What's the address? Uh, yeah. uh, it's ground floor. <laughs> nothing on the other. So speaking of last year, they had the Beach Boys playing. And they had David Foster. This year, Diana Ross. Diana Ross, really? Wow. Cool. That's that's she's I, I think she's you know, she's so talented. I mean, um, you know, I when I was a kid, I I, I won some sort of contest uh, for selling magazines or something like that. And they gave me a 45 record of the Supremes. Uh, you can't hurry love. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason that why out. you were a rep, Jan. Yeah, I wore that. I wore it out. I wore it out, man. I wore it out. So another another guy with a, a lot of money, uh, this guy Elon Musk. Did anybody see the SpaceX thing go up and blow up? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, people are talking about it, and I said it's like Edison because a lot of people just a lot of people think of him like Edison, and the reality is is that when Edison was asked how did you fail ten thousand times while inventing the light bulb, and Edison said, well, I didn't fail ten thousand times, I learned ten thousand ways it didn't work, but um, you know, so Elon Musk has got like nine, uh, you know, nine hundred ninety nine million to go before he perfects this rocket ship. But I guess the people in Florida are complaining about it now because it, it created all sorts of chaos. And there's like a crater in the ground, Greg. What do you, what do you know about it? No, no, it's not in Florida. It's in Texas. Okay, South Texas uh, at uh, space, uh, the, the Starship base, whatever they call it. Uh, yeah, but uh, they're calling it a win because... It didn't blow up the pad. Um, it didn't, you know. Hey, it, it wasn't manned. Orbit. It wasn't manned. There weren't there weren't uh, people on right. it, so it wasn't right. any, right. Uh, any, any lives lost. Right. Yeah, 
Well, the yeah, thing is, the rocket took off successfully. It didn't separate. So part right. of the test was 100% success, and the part they really cared about was a success. Right. So it's it's right. just moving on. They, they have launched – doesn't um, – what's the name of the company? SpaceX. Don't, doesn't SpaceX launch numerous rockets? Every, 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 every week here, Ken. Right. So, that, the, so this week. failure or this lack of success – is uh is nothing compared no. to the number of successes they've had if you ask me right 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 i mean and I, we did ask you so uh that thank you thank you it's my opinion ask, man I mean, it's my opinion we did yeah, ask you yeah. we did it's ask you. all opinions as jen says right yeah. uh but uh i tell you uh i can't uh, you know i mix for nasa but I can't get into SpaceX because well, I'm you too- will. You will just hang in there. They, they, I heard, I heard on great authority that they're looking for another human mic stand, and you are the <laughs> one. I've, I, I, I've submitted your name. Oh well, thank you very much, sir. On Twitter, next to your blue check mark, I did that. You know, <laughs> I did that for you. <laughs> so, so I, I got to tell you, I, I, does anybody think Twitter's going to be around next year at this time? No, that rocket was a uh, what's an analogy for a Twitter, right? It's Elon, Elon Musk uh, had Twitter and Elon Musk has uh, SpaceX. And that rocket was just like Twitter. It's going to blow up. Yeah. And, and Tesla, the stock is plunging right now. Um, oh, really? Yeah. My fortune t- is, is t- becoming not a fortune. Really? The Tesla stock plunged this week a, a lot. Um, I guess it's because he he what what he what he has to sell Tesla stock to make up for the make up for the loss that he's got over at uh, Twitter, and not only that he had to drop the price of the Tesla car, uh, and he's dropped and so the profits aren't as great anymore over there, and so that seems to w- what's happening. But you know, I'm not an hey, expert. Hey Kurt, Kurt, uh, I, I I see you online. Um, uh, I see, uh, uh, Mr. Gamble is selling DCXs for 120K a pair. Goodbye or no? I haven't seen that. He's had a couple for a while, but, uh, yeah, I mean. We're talking Gamble consoles, uh, uh, Jan. Okay. I'm not going to jump on that. I, I. You know, love to have one yeah, but that. that, but those are not that. Those are not the the consoles that Kurt's using. Kurt's using the analog boards, and well, you know, analog, just digital controlled. But it's a great desk. It's just not. Yeah. No one's going to mix on it. At least somebody will use my EXs. Why will no one work on it? Is it is it clunky? Uh, there's no surface. It's all off of a laptop. Oh, it's a laptop. Oh, it's a it's a Bob Lentini style, huh? Yeah, they were they were experimenting, but they haven't been able to get a textile uh, surface to do tactile, what they wanted tactile. to do. Want one. Tactile, yeah, yeah. No, Gamble didn't want one. He said you should mix on a laptop. Yeah, yeah. That's that's he was listening to Bob Lentini, I bet. Yeah, Lentini wrote the uh, uh, some of the software did the graphic design. Yeah, there you go. If somebody redid it. It could be a really cool thing, but you need a surface. No one is going to mix on a laptop these days. But back then, there weren't surfaces. So 
at that point in time, it was an accurate statement. Well, so uh, do people that use the Waves uh, console or whatever the Waves thing is called, oh, do no. they do they typically use a laptop or a screen? Or no, do they no, use no. The Waves, has a, the, way, the way has a control surface. Yeah, they use some kind of MIDI or control surface, right? But right. What, I'm wondering, what I'm wondering is you don't have to use that control surface. Do a lot of people that use that uh, that Waves thing use uh, laptops or no? Think it's a laptop is part yeah, of the brains of it but the reality is they use a surface to mix well or an ipad or something with a graphic interface that you can you know touch i mean if if jim would let someone i'm sure there are people now who could build uh, a surface for the dcx that would be great and update the software i mean it's running on really old windows at this point because of the era that it was built in but the hardware and the way it functions are still genius it's just it needs a modern interface and there's no one to do it and is is right. jim uh jim against that concept i think i think it might i think that if jim got some young intern that would some young interns that were working in the local scene of bands then he could get one of the new guys that he could train them just to work with the laptop at first and then that could expand his world but I don't think he knows any young people like that, you know, and he's not attracting any young people like that. I guess that could be a, pro a problem for our industry uh, in regards to that. But what's the story on artificial intelligence in what we're doing? Is Ken Porter still in the room? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. are you, I mean, because of, you know, where you are with, with your company, uh, I'm sure a lot of people come to you with the latest and the greatest of innovations. And artificial intelligence seems to be everywhere right now. Well, they're talking about several people are heading toward uh, trying to come up with artificial uh, mixing, intelligent mixing, smart consoles, sees what's on, you know, can figure out what's on stage and do the appropriate gain structure and what mix, what tuning and all that stuff for it. Yeah. Hit a button, drums. Hit a button, guitar. Hit a button, well, well, it's more than that. Did you see what happened with uh, with Drake and Weekend? How they came out with a, an artificial intelligence song? It seemed to be racing up Coachella. the charts. Yeah, it, and yeah. It, it was not received well, sir. Well, it was received well by the public, but not by the, but not by the publishers. And not right. by the artists, because, you know, who gets the money? And I guess that's what that comes down to. Who gets the money, by the way? Who, and so that is an interesting thing. By the way, because it's artificial intelligence, copyright and trademarks are not applicable for that. So a guy wrote this book, right? A guy wrote this book and um, found out that he couldn't get the copyright on the photos, and a lot of the photos that artificial intelligence is creating is stolen from the Getty, you know, from, from yep. actual. I know. And they're the suing. Getty is suing them. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, listen, I, I've gone with chat GPT and said, give me a song with Chris Slade as a drummer, uh, uh, Don Airy as a keyboard player. And uh, Gary Moore as the lead guitar player, and Steven Tyler as a vocalist. Lo and behold, I got it. 
and it was incredible. Yeah, I mean that you can do that. I mean, there like in in the art world, a German artist had his uh, rejected an award from a prestigious international photography competition after revealing that his submission was generated by artificial intelligence. The guy's name was Boris Elgedison, and he won the creative open category at this year's Sony's World Photography Award, but he had to give it back because it wasn't his work. It was artificial yep. intelligence, but it's that good now. It's that good, you know? Artific I mean, yeah. if you look at this, I mean, speaking of that good, if you look at this week's logo for the show, that was created by Dolly, you know, and it's a bunch of dogs. <laughs> I, I, I loved it because it's really like dog buttholes. That's not the way I described what I wanted. What I described is I wanted, you know, I wanted dogs. I wanted dogs looking at rats pole dancing, you know? Yeah. And well, if you look at I the logo, you what, you'll yeah. see I got the dogs looking, but you get, that's funny because it only shows the dogs assholes. And, you know, and they're, they're all puckered up, by the way. I don't know why, but, and looking at a Dan, pole and the rats are not there. You're an amazing person and extraordinary, but I tell you what, that wasn't your best work. Oh, I think it's great. I look at it and I love it. I, I love that picture. It's just, it's, it's so expressive of what it is because, you know, I want to talk about pole dancing. <laughs> And I also want to talk about the story about the rats in New York. Have you heard about what's going on in New York with the rats? Are they taking over yet? Oh, man. They're, 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 from my understanding, they really are the, the four-legged kind, not the two-legged kind. The two-legged kind are being replaced by the four-legged kind rats there in New don't, York. Don't we have a rat czar in New York now? Yeah, they together. got a rat czar. They got a rat czar because people are taking craps and all of a sudden the rats are popping out of the toilet. That is a freaky thing, you know, and, the, and it seems like the rats in New York, they've got an attitude too, like, hey, 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 you, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, this pizza, this pizza, this is deep dish. I don't want no deep dish pizza. Give me New York pizza here, you know, that kind of stuff. That's what the rat says, huh? Yeah, that's the rats, you know? So coming back to AI questions, have you seen the big issue going on right now is papers in college and in, in high school, uh, people writing papers and not, you know, through AI and not really doing the work? Um, I, I, get a I have seen that uh, myself, sir. And I tell you what, uh, I like AI because it really buffed up my resume. <laughs> oh yeah it's it's you know like the they have with it you know right now people are really afraid of it and then for good reason this gpt4 now is 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 astronomically intelligent um and i guess that's why it's called artificial intelligence but the reality is is that it, it it's it could take over the world i mean it really could um there has been some you know some uh you know, political stuff uh, done through this, and they 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 did a mock, and it was launching attacks on. You know, it's like Starlink from uh, not Starlink. Um, what's that? Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, from Terminator. You're right, Owen. Yeah, it wasn't Star. It wasn't called Starlink. It was called something else. Anybody remember what it was called? Starlink is Elon Musk thing, by the way. Um, uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, I don't know. It does oh, somebody, somebody's got to remember it, uh, whatever it is, Galaxy Link. Uh, anyway, it was Link something. And uh, anybody know? 
Anybody in the room? Once, twice? We'll come back. Somebody will do research. Tina's, Tina's Googling like crazy already. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, this is scary. And so they have to have some, they have to have some controls over artificial intelligence. Otherwise, it will take over the world because the weakest link in artificial intelligence is the human being. If they're in the picture. If, if they're in the picture. All right, so I got to go. Nice to see everybody. David, uh, have a good to see you. Uh, have a good game. See, right. you see you Saturday, David. What's your call time? Uh, I don't know, nine ten. I want to need to know basis. I'll know on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I'll see you there, man. Have a good one. All right. Well, just tell oh, just tell yeah, everybody man. in the room that the Fed say that uh, you know there's not going to be a recession right now. Okay. So let them know. Oh. I was going to say I'm heading off to Genghis Khan for some Chinese food. Uh, very good. Well, that's that's very cool. Be careful out there. So goodbye, everybody. All right. All right. Take, care. Take care. Say hi to Myrna. See you Saturday, Kenny. So, Greg, why yes, do you sir. need a resume nowadays? Huh? I'm sorry. Why do you need a resume? He wanted to know why you need oh, a resume. Yeah, I mean, people know me, but you know, I mean. Come on, I had to. And whenever uh, you're applying a for a job, they still ask for a resume, though, Ken. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're, I mean, unless you're, unless you're like referred for a job. If you're referred for a job, that's one thing. But if you are like just out and out applying for something that you see advertised or you heard about somewhere, they're all asking for a resume. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I hey, mean, uh, creating, hey. creating resumes that you can do like what, like weld and rocket science, or what are you doing? No, no, no. I I met Artemis One, the rocket launch, you know, and I had to put a resume in. And yes. Well, what did the resume call say? Call Bob, call Scoville, call Jan, call Kurt, you know, call Ken. Come on, I I you know I I've done you know the Albert. Been there and done there, done that, right? Been there and done that. The interesting thing is, is what I have found these days, and I've I've known this for a long time, but I'll share this with you, is that when somebody wants you to do something, they will make it easy for you to get there. In other words, I just did a job with Fox Entertainment, okay? Mm -hmm. And they wanted, I had something that they needed. And they went through, uh, they went through big hoops for me to be able to be their preferred vendor on this. Whereas, you know, because they wanted me and they, they walked me through their financial department. I mean, it was kind of interesting how it worked, but when somebody wants you, they will go out of their way to get you, no matter whether you have a resume or you don't have a resume. It doesn't really matter. They'll the tell first, you what yeah. they want on the resume. One of the, first sign, one of the first signs that you're not going to get the gig is that's, that they're asking for a resume, right? Well, no. You know what you're trying to say, Dan? The resume. Yes. Did they fire Tucker just for you, Dan? Say again? Did they fire Tucker just for you? I would hope they they did. So let's talk about that now that you brought it up, man. Could you believe it? What's going on there? Tucker, out like, I I mean, it just like, just boom, the number one guy on their show, on their airwaves, he is gone. But I don't think he's gone. And this is the craziest thing. I don't think he's gone because of what he did 
with 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 the election i think he's gone because of the sexual abuse and all of a sudden now it's coming out that this guy is like a, you know um, a neo nazi yeah. you know sexual abuse i didn't heard that related to him at all really yeah, yeah. he's like harassment and all this other stuff that's going on. and then and he he was bad rapping Ruda, Ru, uh murdoch uh, Mur that's his name, uh, Rupert, Rupert Mur Murdoch. Yes. Yeah, they got him on tape, bad mouthing Ru Rupert Murdoch, and that, I think that that's, was the final. That'll score. get you fired. That'll get you fired. No, I mean shit. No. Don't they also fired uh, the producer. Don't, too. don't take off the box. What do you think up there, uh, Wade, about all this? I don't what? think our resume is going to help him any. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I think that you know they're they're, they're saying that he's going to run for president, but I don't think that's the case. I don't think I I don't think that when this all this stuff comes out no about way. it, and it's going to come out that there's no chance in hell that this guy is going to have. I mean, he you know Bill O'Reilly, you know uh, Glenn Beck, all these guys were at the top of the heap of Fox. And they're gone, and nobody even knows what you have to search for them now. Right. And it's going to be the same thing with this guy. Divisiveness, and then goodbye. You know, but they're going to put somebody else in that time slot that's, you know, probably going to be worse than he was. But at uh, least they now know that they can't lie because if they do lie, if they do lie, then they have a penalty that they're going to pay. And I guess it all comes down to the bottom line is the money, you know, show me the money. Um, and if and if you're going to pay money, and you're not going to be there, and now it's proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that if you lie and you know that you're lying, that you're going to pay a penalty. And Fox is not even finished with the penalty because now the Smart Dominion case is happening, mm -hmm. and now after that they've got this woman, uh, Abby Grossberg, who's got all the tapes and all the notes. And, and not only that, she's sharing her notes with this guy. Uh, I think his name is Jack uh, Jack Douglas. Is that his name? The the lawyer? No, that's... Not, not Jack Douglas. Jack Douglas is a, an amazing producer. Okay. What's the guy? What's the lawyer's name that's doing this thing now with the uh, that uh, for the for the Justice Department? I don't know, but it's um, not Jack Douglas. Maybe it's Jack shit. I don't know. He doesn't know Jack shit, but he's there. You know, that's that's what it is. Or is it Jack Schmidt with, uh, you know, but they, they've got all of these people now. I mean, this is going to be, you're going to see Fonnie Lewis come out, Fonnie Willis come out with, at, in, in Georgia. You're going to see more lawsuits out of uh, New York with uh, with with. Uh, with this guy, with the the district attorney there, the Al, Alvin Alvin whatever his name is, all of a sudden I got mental block on all these guys. Alvin Bragg, you know, and now all of this stuff is going on with Eugene Carroll. Are you guys following this? It's like sexploitation at its finest. It's like whoa, wow. it's titillating stuff, you know, literally. Yeah, titillating stuff. How do you uh, how do you find time to be with Bo? Well, um, I watched this with Bo, actually, oh, you know, okay. that's it, you know, anyway, it's okay. It's all right. Relationship between Bo and I is stronger than it's, I've never been in a better relationship in my life than I'm, than I am with her. And I am okay. very happy about that. Anyway, there's a couple of things more I want to talk about. Um, did you guys hear about the COVID sniffing dogs? 
No. I'm not making this up. They've got dogs now that they've trained on, and they're going to come. This could be the way that they are going to prevent COVID from spreading because what they found is that you have when you have COVID before you have any symptoms. In other words, COVID is in your body before you show any symptoms. But they've got these dogs now that these dogs can sniff out and detect infections, and they're using them now in schools. And it's it and the dogs just have to smell the ankles and the feet. And uh, basically, they're now going to start using them in sports arenas, airports, and other public settings. So the COVID-sniffing dogs are going to be out there. And I can just see the lawsuits starting to spread from the dogs. But, uh, you know, anyway, that's... I've got to tell you, going through customs, you got dogs sniffing for drugs, sniffing for uh, meat, sniff, uh, sniffing for... Um, you know, uh, vegetables, and now they're going to go ahead and have to sniff for COVID. Well, it's different uh, dogs. There's going to be it's going to be a menagerie of dogs at the airport. You know, there you go. Yeah, there's going to be a whole dog pack. It, it'll be a you know. <laughs> How did they train work them? on the Tahitian ferry boats? I'll tell you that much. But how did they train yeah. them? How did they train them to know that that's COVID? Same yeah. way they train them for anything, I guess. They, yeah, they have, I mean, dogs they, can they be really a, trained. And, and they a, must have a scent. They must have a, something that they can uh, teach them. them is the scent that they want, you know, right? So does that mean they give them a, put their sniffer around some COVID bugs? Uh, <laughs> Whatever that is, yeah. It's the Whatever. smell of out-of-work sound guy. That's what they train them to get. Yeah. Send them to a cave, cave with bats in it. That's it. Or they 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 put them in a computer with artificial intelligence and teach them that way. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's how they do it. Kurt, anyway, listen. Uh, uh, they may catch me. Okay, you know. Uh, every once in a uh, once and again, I get a gig. But uh, yeah. Hey, um, I got this email from uh, one of my banks. And I thought it was brilliant what it did. And I want to share it to you because right now you got to protect yourself from plishing, you know, P-H-I-S, it's fishing, but it's, it's a P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. And I just want to read this real quick for you, what to do to protect yourself. Cause I thought it was really great. Don't click on links and unsolicited emails or text. Don't use phone numbers provided in the email or text. Look up the company's number on, on your own. Uh, don't give out personal information such as password, credit card numbers, bank account numbers, dates of birth, the social security numbers. Don't respond to sus suspected plishing emails um, uh, anyway. And also be suspicious of anyone pressing you to act immediately. So don't get involved. And the bonus tip, phone numbers and caller IDs can be faked. So be really careful and don't give out too much information when somebody calls you. Those are just smart tips there go to protect yourself. All right. Uh, Kurt, can I ask you, uh, are you getting any 2100s? I have them ordered. Oh, okay. Answer to your question. Am I getting them eventually? Yeah, yeah. Okay, next year then. We're well, talking, Jam, happen. we're talking about- I, I need uh, them pretty soon. <clears throat> Really? Can I ask her, where are you, Kurt? Where am I now? Yeah. 
I'm at uh, this big uh, entertainment complex that's attached to where the Seahawks play in Seattle, the stadium. It's called Wamu yeah. Theater. It used to be the bank. Now it's they. It's too expensive to change the sign, I guess. So they just renamed it Washington Music Theater and kept the sign. Just By the way, I'm very impressed with what your your governor did about banning assault weapons in in yep. the state of Washington. That is uh, more more governors need to do that. There's a gun manufacturer apparently in eastern Washington that I didn't, nobody knew about, and they've already filed a suit to try to overturn it. <laughs> but this wow. is a pretty cool what's the, what's, what, tell uh, Jan, tell us what they did. I didn't hear that. Basically, they banned the assault weapons. And they what can't is that? sell any more of them. You mean AR-15s or uh, like well, any any assault weapons? Two weapons, I think, or forty-two weapons on the list. Oh, no kidding, them. and they're not allowed to be sold legally in the state if of you Washington. You have them already. You can still possess them, but you can't buy them. And if you are a retailer, or a store that has a stock of them, you can sell them, but you can't sell them to anybody in Washington. Whoa! Uh -oh. And once they're gone, they're gone. So if you're a gun dealer or something, you can't restock them and just sell them to people in Idaho. You, you, you know, you can sell off your existing inventory and that's it. And so how did this uh, law go into effect? I mean, how did that become a law? The governor uh, signed order. it into a law. He, executive it was order. an executive order. Ah, executive order. Yeah. And so is that, is it fully in effect then? effective is second he signed it yeah i thought there was some other step that has to happen after even after an executive order no it's oh, totally but they've already got they've already filed lawsuits so it'll all get tied up for a while oh yeah and it's federal so it'll you know it'll, it'll it, but it's a statement and it's a good exactly statement. and why can't why can't uh tennessee do the same thing because the tennesseans are in you know are really upset about the uh shootings in their schools and well we yeah. happen to have somebody exactly. from tennessee in the room although he's eating i think he right stepped now. away i think he stepped oh, away. there he is i see him i see him he's coming back he's coming back and he's speaking the bigger issue about that is mental health in the manifesto that the fbi will not let uh the state release whatever that means dark i like that that's very cryptic Who's well, manifesto? Are you manifesto are you running for office, Ken? Got a manifesto of the shooter. Which shooter? Oh, the shooter at the school here in Nashville at the uh, <clears throat> um, the, the school, school. Down in Green Hills. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. What I have to say is, it's been uh, really troubling to me where people, you know, pull into the wrong driveway and get shot. Oh yeah, there was there were how many of those? Three or four of those kind Three. of things happened. Yeah, that's yeah. that's ridiculous, ridiculous. Greg, let me give you my address. Come on over, really seriously. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that like that was like that. there was as as if there was a a rash of you know uh, you know uh, mistaken identity shootings all of a sudden. That in I one week understand. there were three people shot and killed or shot. I should say. Well, two people killed, three people yep. shot. Yeah, and it's just crazy for being in the wrong place accidentally. Not even like in the wrong place because they wanted to, you know, protest something. No, they oh, were just they're by or, mistake. And the cheerleader, the cheerleader wanted to do harm. The cheerleader went to the wrong car. She, you know, she went to the, her friend's car. It was in, you know, it was the same car. Who hasn't same done that? Who hasn't done that? Right. And, and and she was apologizing to the person she 
uh, went to by accident, and then they then she still got shot and killed. Oh my god, just ridiculous! It's crazy. It's crazy what's going on. And they already say now there there have been more mass shootings this year than ever before. You know, like just just up to this year, at this point, there's been more more mass shootings this year alone than there were of all last year. But God bless the Second Amendment. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, you need that Second Amendment. You need that militia. I like, you know, there's this uh, this uh, Insta- Instagram account called, uh, what is her name? I think it's A Girl Has No President. And she points out really uh, cool things about the craziness that's happening in our country right now. And she yeah. said she said something along the lines of, well, you know, the Second Amendment needs this and the Second Amendment needs that. And it was really uh sharp i mean you know yeah if if I, why can't people just come to their senses i don't get it well yeah. the thing is if you the argument that i have heard a lot is that they have to have those guns in case they need to overthrow the u.s government yeah, of course the back we gotta if, have that man if if you think that your little hunting rifle in your case of bud light is going to do anything against a uh, abrams fighting what's the what's the phrase in the second a, amendment is something a well-armed militia or something you don't stand a but, chance. You're never going to be able to do that. Yeah, but that's our right as Americans is what they're it's saying, to be a well-armed militia. <laughs> it's so great. Well, you know what? It's funny. I, I, I heard a story about this, you know, like uh, it was a hypothetical story or something like that, where this, you know, these group of guys, there's 25 guys, and they were all armed. They, they were going to fight two two uh, army rangers, right? They're, that's it. You know, 25 guys, they were all loaded up with all these AR-15s and, you know, every every piece of ammunition they could find. And they interviewed them and they, they talked about the strategy of how they were going to attack these two guys. And then they interviewed the ranger and the rangers, what, what are you going to use? He said, well, I've got this drone, you see, and all I got to do is push this one button and it, it fires a Hellfire missile. <laughs> you know, and that's it. And boom. Yeah. And they were all going, that's I'm exactly saying. what Kurt's saying. That's exactly what it's a it's exactly. a complete fantasy that you think you can do anything against those trained people with those machines. One right. F fourteen could take out every guy living in the woods in Idaho in one day. But here's the thing and be back it's, for dinner without a scratch. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's my right. It's my you know, it's my I gotta have it because it's uh, written into the constitution. It's my right. Come on. It's your right. No, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm not, that's not comma. me talking. That's not my opinion. That's it's, not it's me. That silly comma. That, that guy that the guy that load. put it in. They they just forgot to put the comma in. Had they would have put a comma in there, it would we wouldn't have anything to talk about. You know, it, it where would be, the com, Where would the comma go? Somewhere in the Second Amendment, they said that if they would have put a comma between the well-armed militia, something like that, comma, but they didn't have it in there. So now everybody can, every every wacko can carry as many guns as they want. And I, I mean, going back to Greg's state, you don't even need a permit anymore to carry a concealed weapon. I mean, oh I my God, are you serious? Not, concealed with yeah. no permit? Really? You don't have to yeah, be 18 yeah, either. Yeah. Uh, free, I uh, mean. The- uh, yeah, you don't even have to. Ha- you don't no. even have to take a class. You don't, you don't have to take any. You don't have to be over eighteen. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I understand people who want to go ahead and have, you know, concealed, uh, you know, permit. Okay, I accept that, but you got to have training. Know when to shoot, when not to shoot. You know how to load your gun how to unload your gun, um, you know, and now it's, 
It's free for all. I'm ducking and covering. Sounds like it's uh, Biff's uh, reality, like in Back to the Future. Remember Biff yeah. in Back to the Future when yeah. he had that, yeah, that yeah, strange yeah. reality it. where everything was going crazy? That's what we're living in. Yeah. Well, we're uh, living in a strange reality. I mean, I remember so well when I got my concealed carry permit in the state of Nevada. And and I remember I remember my instructor telling me this. He says, the day that you have to use your weapon will be the worst day of your life. There will never, right. you will never have a worse Absolutely. day ever. And I remember that, but the responsibility of carrying a concealed weapon was overwhelming to me. It, it, it was kind of like you knew that no matter how big the guy was that was going to do you wrong, you had that, you had that gun in your pocket that you could just pull out and put him out of his misery. And the power all of a sudden made me so much more mellower and so less confrontational because I didn't want to get to that point of being confrontational but without any training it just seems like you know it'll be like an episode of justified you know no no no, it's bonanza yeah by the way speaking of bonanza Speaking of bonanza, you know, the bonanza, you know, I hope there's no copyright infringements with that. But I was watching YouTube and there was actually Johnny Cash actually put words to the bonanza song. So, yep. Yes, he did. So, he was an amazing man. Clever. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I want to hear Wayne's uh, 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 thought on all this gun stuff in America. What do you think down there? Oh, it's interesting stuff because I mean, we don't have nobody carries guns in Australia. Well, yeah, but you carry didgeridoos and didgeridoos, yeah, and those are well, worse. Some people, some people those, that's much worse, man. That's there's much worse. There's not very many of those. But the gun uh, thing is, the gun thing doesn't make you safe. Obviously, it's just trying to even out the the differences. But personally, I think civilians shouldn't have guns. Uh, you know, you get angry at, for some unknown reason and someone does something that they're going to regret for the whole of their life. Um, exactly and, it, right there in a nutshell, Wayne. You, you said it. Yeah, and I just think about that, it this, uh, this summer. I mean, I'm going to be out on that island out in the middle of all those people a lot. And, you know, at least if you're a monitor guy, you can jump off stage or hide behind something. But, like, right. It's, I'm actually was just talking to one of my clients about whether they're going to have an active shooter protocol and, you know, we're going to have training or not. I know Scoville said he's got a whole first aid kit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they do. They have, you know, clear. You know, well, ever since that route, ever, ever since the Route 66 in, I think it was Route 66, the concert. Yeah, in, one October, uh, the Vegas? one October. Yeah, one October. 91 in Vegas. Right? In Vegas. Ken, didn't you have people on that show? I was in front of house. Holy shit. No shit. Oh, 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 exactly oh, oh, you can't just say, of. you got to talk about this. You got to say a little bit about it. Well, tell us about it. What was it like? Now's not Hello. the time to be muted. Got to think about it. <laughs> I, I, I got to. I, I wasn't there. I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I got to believe it was one of the scariest moments of your life. Was it not? It was one of them. <clears throat> yes. Um, the thing was, was 
I don't do well with blood. And so I was struggling that, but <clears throat> there were people right around because the first, the first sign sounded like somebody lit up firecrackers just outside the mixed tent on this on the house right side. And it was a very high, bright type sound, like a crack. And then it kind of went on and it still was playing. And then the next one sounded more of a thud, lower frequency uh, hitting um, in the crowd more toward front, uh, toward the stage on stage right. I mean, on house right. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> it kind of went there. Then finally, when it realized it was shooting, it stopped, it stopped. And we, at front of house, they, they waited for a second thinking of, should I put on the evacuation lights or not put on the evacuation lights? Holy crap. Well, the problem with that, and I, I, you know, it's funny. I was there, I, I was there the day before at the foundation room in, in um, Las Vegas at Mandalay Bay, which overlooked that, that, that parking lot where they had the concert. And I said to myself, man, if anything goes wrong, they, that, those people were so crowded in that there's no way that they would be able to get out. It would, just didn't seem like there was any evacuation route set up so that people could get out. If anything went wrong, and then sure enough, the next night, that's what happened. Shit, I would love to hear more about this, but I gotta run. So, well, thanks, anyway, Ken. Thanks right. for sharing about that. It's it's uh, that's had to be devastating. I gotta believe. Yeah, well, we're glad you're with us. You know, we're glad you're with. Did you get yeah. into a road case, or uh, you know, just uh... I was behind the uh, drive rack for a minute in the console, and then I slid underneath the riser. Um, Good, smart man and running and kind of wait till everything was was down and then uh we got out there was a lot of no you know we had to go out away from you know around there and they had a lot of it shut down um i came home on monday and i had to fly back wednesday night um and went into the venue on <clears throat> we had to go meet the uh fbi on uh thursday yeah and they needed um, the recordings of all the mics, whatever there, because they were looking at triangulating, tri triangulating. Right. Triangulating, yeah, where the shots were coming from. Well, where they're coming from. And every spot, okay, there was all the outlines of where bodies were on the, on the field. Horrible. And every shot had a, starkest, uh, a marker on it. Every bullet hole had a marker. And they had a um, a tripod um, surveying. Holy crap! At every one, they were triangulating every one. Um, they wouldn't let they they were going to let me go to front of house, and they decided that no, there was too much blood out of front of house on the way to front of house. So I had to oh, do something Lord. to get the the keys out and what I needed off front of house. Um, the best part was is when the head. Several FBI people were. There was one lady who was there, was kind of counseling, you know, to make sure we didn't lose it. But um, the look on the face when one of the guys go, when the production manager goes, "Did anybody uh, turn off the pyro?" Yeah. <laughs> disarm, disarm the pyro, and the look on the guy's face was like, 
what pyro? <laughs> you yeah, hadn't gotten to the pyro. pyro so, right. Wow. So well, we wow. went up and taught them how to take how to disarm pyro. Um, they had shut the power down on Tuesday, on Monday night, after it sat all day in the sun. So I lost several, you know, modules, stuff like that to heat um, on that Sunday, on that Monday. Uh, but we got the things we needed, got the stuff they needed. I had to get ears out because I flew back Thursday night and handed stuff to the guys. And they flew Friday to New York to do the... Um, Saturday Night Live right, with that right, cold up. Right. <clears throat> so we had all the stuff they needed for that. And well, then I tell two you weeks what. Later uh, they come. what? You know, Ken, Ken uh, this is extraordinary because being out at front of house, I've been threatened once in uh, Jordan in my professional life. And yeah. I got you. I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised, Greg. It's only been one time. Uh, but uh... I did a fresh fest back in the '80s. Did the fresh fest back in the '80s, and we had a PM three thousand of in early in the '90s and PM four thousand. And I remember one night in Oakland, people just kind of running there, shoot shots going on there, and hid behind the the console. Mm -hmm. But it was just like shots in the arena. Was, yeah, was that downtown? Ken, I was with, uh, was that in downtown Oakland? Go ahead. Was that where? Downtown Oakland. It was in the arena in Oakland. Uh, the Coliseum? Yep. I was there. Who was? I was a kid, but I was there. I went to all the French festivals in Oakland. <laughs> and you heard the shooting that night? Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Everybody's running yep. outside. We're trying to get to the BART station. I'm like, my dad is going to kill me. I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> Dan, this is an epic broadcast. <laughs> well, thanks, Greg. <laughs> I, I know Dr. Yeah. Don at the, uh, the Olympics when the bomber hit him, Don Pearson, and he never toured again. He stopped oh. going on the road with the dead. And uh, just only did local Bay Area stuff. Hey, Marco. Well, Marco. I am sorry, sorry to hear all that. You know, um, wow. Anyway, um, and, you know, kind of like pals when I have to tell you that, you know, the Olympics are thinking about putting in pole dance. But uh, we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to cover that story next week. Well, is it pole dancing or pole aerobics or pole ballet? It's it's pole dancing. It's pole dancing. Well, I guess we're covering in that. Yeah, pole dancing. They're saying that it's not just for strippers anymore. It's uh, actually you know it's really good exercise. It's uh, phenomenal, uh, phenomenal, uh, glorious and entertaining to watch. Plus, you know they have the silks. The silk uh, dancing as well. Aerials, yeah. yeah, that, that all fits into that. Aerobics or whether it's ballet or, you know, there is several things in dance tied to it. Well, that's something I'm going to do more research into. That's right up my alley. I will definitely be looking into this pole dancing business and keeping keeping you guys in the loop well, on that. Technically, Cirque du Soleil and now Ringling Brothers, too, both did it had uh, pole dancing, aerial, you know, hoops and all that stuff. Yep. Yep, yep. 
Anyway, listen, guys, um, I, that's all the stories I had that I wanted to cover. Um, but if there's anything else you guys want to talk about before we say goodbye to those people that are watching, and if you've been watching this long, it, this has been fascinating and very exciting and controversial as well. And we covered a lot of stuff today, and we'll be covering more next week as well. Um, this is our 153rd meeting, and today is the, uh, what, this, the 26th of April. Um, so anybody else have anything that you want to say before we say goodbye to the general public? I just want to say media. thank you, Ken, for, uh, you know, relaying that. I mean, it had to be awful. I don't know. I go, I, yeah, uh, that was a horrible day in Las Vegas. Correct, Jen? It's a horrible day everywhere in the world. It wasn't just, just it happened in Las Vegas, but it was a horrible day everywhere on the planet. And I mean, when you go to a concert, you're not going there to thinking this is the day I'm gonna die. You're going there to think, wow, I'm gonna have a great time. I'm gonna see my favorite band. I'm gonna be drinking beer. I'm gonna be, you know, looking at hot chicks. Uh, and the and the girls are going to be looking at hot guys, you know, and you, it's just going to be joyful and fun and t-shirt time and all that other good stuff. You don't expect to go there. I mean, I, I, I got to say to you, Jan, it reminds me of the Olympics in 2008 when some idiot security guy blew up uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the, spotlight tower right in next Atlanta? to the front of the house that's what i was talking about about dr don that was ultrasound and that was yep. him on the front yep uh craig colburn was tour manager uh production manager and i was working for craig so yeah yeah it was a full lieber krebs uh thing 2008 uh oh uh, you know atlanta olympics we did it right. You know, to, to, to quote Dirk Schubert right now, you know, what we do is we amplify the healing power of music. That's what we do. Right. And, uh, and, and when something like this happens, it's really, it, it's more than disturbing for, on numerous counts. But, uh, right. you know, we're going to keep making good music. We're going to keep bringing peace to, the, right. peace to the planet. And that's what we're going to do. I mean, you know, we are, we, we are the revolutionary workers of peace. And uh, keep on know, music, music heals the soul. So let's keep doing it. And let's keep coming back. And we'll talk about it more. And with that, I'm going to let everybody go on social media. We've been on way too long, uh, as, although this has been Who fascinating. Cares? Yeah, who cares? It's free anyway. What the hell? You know, you're not paying for it. So, so you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. Anyway, okay, we'll stay in the room you. and talk. Just remember, you make it happen. If, you know, uh, subscribe, click the like button, do all that good stuff that we want you to do. Join the panel. Just DM me or anyone, you, anyone in the room uh, that you know, and they'll send you an invitation as well. So with that in mind, remember, you make it happen. Stay safe and stay healthy, and we'll see you again next week. And with that, we are off the air.